the practice. <laughs> this is Justin. And Teresa. You're listening to a Perfect Mess podcast. On today's episode. This could 100% happen in America. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because if there could be a Tide Pod challenge where you idiots eat detergent. Seriously. You could be you could be talked into holding hands and jumping in front of a train. Yes. Do it, and they all fucking stand on the bridge, and they're like, ha 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 ha, ha 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 ha, and then. All right, away we go. Up Let's and running. Let's do this. Up and running. So, today. Wait a minute. Before we get into today. Yep. So, last episode. Could we do the intro? Could you do the intro, please. Why does it... there is an intro? I don't understand. Why do we have to like introduce it? And like, what's the point of? All the right. Little... All right. All right. Sorry, keep going. Okay. Hi, everybody. We're back. See how good that was? Yeah, it's Teresa and Justin. <laughs> Another fun-filled day. God damn it. Anyway. So, last time we were talking about Eraserhead. Mm-hmm. And you told me that you were surprised that I didn't watch it in film school. Yes. Thinking back, I think that I did. And I think I did sleep through it. because for some reason i vaguely remember sitting in the room and watching the part with with fat cheeks when he goes in there okay and i and i remember thinking to myself well this is fucking weird and going back to sleep but i can't remember and i wish i still had my syllabuses to like really make sure but syllabi syllabi whatever fucking grammar um don't you teach grammar shut up not like that leave me alone it's a day today justin Listen, I have it's gonna a lot be one of, of those episodes. I have a lot of rage today, so. Be and I just gave her uh, ho- the homemade cold brew with with whiskey, so. That I had last time, and then was up until four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I digress. But I don't know if I watched it during the horror movie class, or I also had to take it was called an experimental film class. Okay. So I don't, I can't remember which one I watched it in, but I, I do think I did watch it. Cool. But again. I think I slept through most of it because that was literally my last year and a half of college. Gotcha. Hence why I'm not actually making movies right now. Why I teach children instead. <laughs> so today we're talking about... Today we're talking about what we should have been talking about last time, but someone fucked up. This is true. We are talking about Suicide Club, Tale of Two Sisters, and... Train to Busan. Train to Busan. I don't know if I'm saying it right. I assume it's Busan. Yeah. Yes. So before we get into the movies, I yesterday I watched Train to Busan and Tale of Two Sisters. I took a much needed break, went inside with the dogs for a little bit, and I'm talking to myself about what else I need to do. I'm like, great, I gotta watch um, Suicide Club, and then I'll put on uh, Audition late at night. Audition. And I'm like, hold on a second, how many movies is that? And I'm like, all right, Audition. Suicide Club, Train to Busan, Tale of Two Sisters. Wait, that's four. We're only supposed to watch three. Yeah. I'm like, if I just fucking watch Tale of Two Sisters by mistake, and I watched the wrong movie again because I should have watched Audition, I was I got so nervous that I watched the wrong movie again. <laughs> well, because originally, originally, originally it was we said Audition. Be, originally, it was going to be a generic foreign episode. Yeah. And one of the movies I had said was Audition. Mm-hmm. But then when we decided to change it around a little bit and just, like, sub subdivide it. Yeah. I, I switched it up. It was a good call. Yeah. So should we just get into A Tale of Two Sisters? Can we please? Okay. So 
again, like I mentioned the last episode, when I picked these movies, I, I Googled because I wanted to make myself branch out instead of doing, I was going to pick Audition and I was going to pick Ringu. And I was like, I'm going to branch myself out. Okay. So I found Tale of Two Sisters, which came highly recommended. It did. And I found Train to Busan, which came highly recommended. Mm-hmm. So I sit down, I start to watch Tale of Two Sisters. I fucking hated it. This movie is my least favorite movie that we've watched in this entire, like, oh, let's do a podcast thing. I, more than all the shark movies? But the or sh- do we not count that? So here's the thing with the shark movies. You know, you knew what you're getting it yourself into. Mm. There was no surprise. You sat yes. down, all right, it's going to be a shitty movie, yeah. and I'm going to laugh at how bad it is. Right. That's... That was your mindset. And you'll be lucky if it's so bad that you enjoy it. Exactly. Right. With this, I watched on Shudder. It has like five out of five skulls across the board. I don't understand. I left a review. I don't understand. Like, this movie is apparently like a big deal, and I don't get it. I think there's like the cool kid hipster squad that thinks that this is a cool movie and therefore, you have to be into this movie to fit in with everybody else. No, I think it's one of those type of deals. Sucks. sucks. I paused it at one point because I was like, "You just hit yourself into. You just dug yourself into a plot hole." I and went back. Made a note with the minute and the second that they fucked up. I made a note that literally in the middle of the movie says, "I'm bored with this." Now, when did I watch this? I watched this on. I watched this movie on Wednesday. And in the middle of watching this movie, I got a text message from my sister, uh-huh. and I, it turned out I had to go watch my nieces and nephews. They needed a new TV. I came home that night. I didn't want to finish watching the movie. I don't blame you. I had maybe like a half hour. I thought I had 20 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to watch it. Turned it on. Ended up, I had like almost a fucking hour left, and I was like, oh, Because this is like a two-hour commitment. God. This is a two-hour commitment. I don't understand what people like about this movie. Can you tell me what it's about? <laughs> okay, I can tell you what it's about because I, as we were getting ready, I sat here and Googled what it was about. Okay. So, A Tale of Two Sisters starts off with a girl in, like, a mental hospital. Yes. It ends up that that girl is being released. She's coming home. At home, she has a dad, a twin sister, mm-hmm. and... You, they don't really make it clear at the very beginning if oh, the, the woman is the stepmom or the mom. Yeah. But you know that they don't really like this woman. Mm-hmm. The two sisters are like freakishly borderline incestually attached. Yep. Like that whole scene. There's legit, there's a lot of like, um, I wrote it down, like a creepy little Asian kid fetish vibe like, throughout the movie. When, where like they're cuddling with each other right, and they're caressing. The and I was like, what is this? I was like, I need to turn this off because my IP address is going to get flagged. I literally like was weird like, shit. if these, I was like, if there starts to be inappropriate touching, I'm fucking done. Yeah. Because that's where it seemed like they were taking this. Yeah. And then like the one that's supposed to be the crazy sister, I think her name was Su Yin. Sung Yin, something like that? Uh, I think Su Young is the one that's... Su Young? Is the one that's allegedly dead. Yes. She gets her period. Yep. And, like, the blood is on, like, the sister's fingers. I'm like, what, what, why? I, yeah, I saw that, why? too. And then, I, like, I kind of... I attributed that to, like, maybe she touched it on the sheets to see what it was. That's what I th- thought yeah. after they showed the sheet. But originally, I was like, what the fuck? What? Okay, so they hate the stepmom. They don't really tell you what happens to the mom, but it's kind of alluded to, like, maybe the stepmom killed the mom, Mm -hmm. and then, like, the stepmom 
kills the sister or like the whole thing is a mess. So at one point, the dad is arguing with the sane twin and she starts screaming to the dad about how the stepmom is evil. Mm -hmm. She keeps locking Soo-young in the in the the wardrobe and she's terrible and the and it's revealed the dad's like, What are you talking about? Soo-young is dead. Yep. So at this point I'm like, oh I'm like, okay, maybe shit's gonna start to pick up. There up until this point there has barely been anything creepy. There's a random dinner scene where this woman like choke something i don't even know what happened yep. and there's this random flash of like a girl a la ringu not ringu the, the yeah, yeah just uh, like gen generic whatever generic is. creepy girl that just flashes and you're like oh okay yeah maybe something is gonna happen right so now you're like okay so the sister's actually dead so let's then it just it jumps the motherfucking shark mm -hmm. so apparently the sane daughter has disassociative personality disorder. Okay. And she has created, in fact, I think I still have it up, and I'm just going to pull it up on my phone. What do you mean she created? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, because I still, where is it? Tell me. Okay, so Two Sisters reveals the main character has disassociative identity disorder and has been playing her evil stepmother and late sister. So you notice at one point they start to show the stepmom and the stepmom's not evil anymore. Yeah, she's just like some chick. Yeah. So like the sister apparently made the whole thing up in her head and has been like... I attribute that to poor writing because the stepmother acknowledges that there's two sisters. But then they try to pull the, the plot twist that one of the sisters is dead, which P.S. I saw within the first five minutes. That's my first, my first note. Justin's guess, only one sister. Oh yeah, look at that. Yep. He's right. I also like the fact that it says literally 20 minutes. But it's, <laughs> it's true, true, though. It's true. Nothing happens. So plot holes all over the place because the stepmom is acknowledging and talking to both sisters. Yes. Like and sis so did yeah. the dad. Yeah. So how are we going to do that? I don't know. Screw it. Um, all the scenes that we fucked up with, let's just say that the, the sister that's alive made it up in her head. So you can't just say the plot holes and shitty writing that we did... I don't know, screw it. We'll just say that the sister's making it up. And, like, I think maybe it would have worked a little bit better if they didn't have the sisters be twins. Because maybe. the end of the movie was so confusing because they're doing all of these random flashbacks and at one point they make you think that the stepmom killed the crazy sister. Mm -hmm. Then they make you think that the crazy sister killed the stepmom. Then they make you think the stepmom killed the original mother. Then they make you think that the sane daughter killed the stepmom because the stepmom was going to kill the sane. It was all over the fucking place. Did you also notice that the girls look different at the end? I did. I, to be perfectly girl, honest, they, I was borderline tuned out. The one sister that's like alive towards the end of the movie... She looks older somehow, as if they had to swap out actresses. I was I was borderline checked out at that point. So what irritated me most at the end is at the very, very beginning when she's in the hospital, mm -hmm. the doctor says, tell me what happened yesterday, and then it pans to them pulling up to the house and getting out of the car. They make it seem like the entire thing is a flashback of her explaining what happened the day before. But they never go back to the doctor at the, at the end to say like oh and like pull at everything one together point, i was the way that they were going at one point i was thinking that the stepmom wasn't actually family to them and that she was the doctor 
Yeah, one this of the makes, doctors. Yeah, this makes zero sense. It was all over the place. There was nothing scary about it. Mm-hmm. There was nothing frightening about it. There was nothing creepy about it. Atrocious. Yeah. I don't understand. I and literally, when you Google foreign horror movies, not just Asian horror movies, yep. when you Google like top foreign horror movies, this is always on the list. I don't get it. Yeah, I would not recommend this movie. Not at all. Um, if you have friends that like this movie, feel free get to get new friends. Get new friends. Argue with them. Um, I gave this a 2 out of 12. The reason I gave it a 2, not a 1, is because there are scenes which on their own are kind of cool. Yeah. Where like if I were to watch two minutes of this movie and two minutes alone, I'd be like, oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah. But the, nothing ties in. It's either poor writing or someone did a bad job with the subtitles. Yeah. But wait, did my mine say so this was annoying too. Mine for some reason didn't have subtitles. It was voiced over. Really? It's a little obnoxious, yeah. That's uh, irritating. It was irritating. And uh, side note for the next episode, every freaking Italian movie I watched was dubbed over. Yeah, I hate that. It was really annoying. Anyway, um, I honestly would give this movie a one. I hated it. Yeah. I don't understand. I found nothing appealing about it. Terrible. Terrible movie. Absolutely terrible. And if you like it, shame on you. Seriously. Shame. Or no, you know what? If you really do like it, tell us why. Explain it to us, please. Hit us up on Facebook. Tell us on Twitter. Explain to us. I wonder if it's like a legit amazing about this fucking movie. Translation. I don't know, but or like if there's an American cut where they edit it and the edit makes no sense. I don't think so. Well, that happened. um, We'll get to it next episode. But the Beyond, there's an American cut called Seven Doors of Death. Seven Doors of Death makes zero sense because they cut out key elements of the movie. So this could just be an example of that. We saw a shitty edit. But the shitty edit that we saw was just got awful. Like current user rating. I'm on some, I just Googled, so I'm on some site called AsianWiki.com. Current user rating, <laughs> 1,013 votes for this movie, 86%. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. understand. Don't get it. I don't understand. I. Oh, God, I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm just glad that we agree that this was a, a garbage movie. It was trash. It was trash. Like, give me cheesy shark movies any day. Of the week. You know what? <laughs> this movie was worse than American Werewolf in Paris. I would gladly watch American Werewolf in Paris well, if given a choice. No, no, we're not doing... No, we're doing Suicide Club next. Okay. Suicide Club. Okay, so the overall theme of Suicide Club is K-pop music will kill you. That's not the overall theme. Yes, it is. In my world, K-pop music will kill you. So, Suicide Club uh, is an early 2000s Japanese movie where teenagers across Japan are committing suicide to the point where groups of 50 or 100 kids uh, will commit suicide in tandem. They find that there's a suicide club website where people communicate with each other to make suicide packs. Uh, They find some type of gang leader pretending to be the organizer of the suicide club. They're trying to investigate why this is going on. And the backstory to this movie... In the early 2000s, Japan had a really, really high suicide rate. Really? Yeah, with um, young people. It was 60% higher than the global average Hmm. because the economy was so bad, it was like the only thing to do. Yeah. Um, To date, 
the suicide rate in Japan for people that are like over 40 is substantially higher than the global average because of, I think, job opportunities, debt. And for some reason, someone said that the insurance rates, if someone dies from a suicide, they tend to not give the family a hard time. So an elderly person will kill themselves so that way the family can pay off their debts. Oh, okay. Hmm. So that's the context to this movie. The movie came out to kind of, I don't want to say address Mm -hmm. a national concern, but that was how people related to this movie. I enjoyed how it started off. How does it start off? Well, it's, I shouldn't say I enjoyed it. Yeah, go ahead, tell me. It starts off with, um, you're in a train station. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, it's the normal, like, busy subway time you see all these people waiting for the train and at one point at a line of 50 school kids all mm-hmm. in their school uniform they line up and it's like a like this the music makes it so cheery in yep. the beginning you're just like okay and as the train starts to come they all jump mm-hmm. in front of the train and subsequently died and here's one thing that i was slightly impressed with this movie at times tried to cover up or close certain questions or like what do you mean? kind of issues. So the first thing in my mind that I thought of in the beginning was, okay, there's 50 people. There's no way this train, which already had started to stop, yeah. would have got through all 50 people. Okay. And they explain it in the movie why the train actually did go through all 50 people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I don't, the stupid little things like that impressed me. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, they answered my own question. Great. And then right away it goes into the K-pop shit. Okay. Literally, my second note is, what the fuck is this K-pop shit? Well, it's J-pop. No, this movie's from South Korea. No, it's from Japan. Is it? Yeah, this one's from Japan. All right, whatever. Train to Busan's from Korea. Whatever. J-pop, K-pop. J-pop. Whatever. The other thing that I highly enjoyed, so... As they start to go through all of the bodies of these people, mm-hmm. they notice, or no, 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 they didn't notice. They they find what was a wrapped up, yeah. So the invest sewn together skin trail. Yeah, one of the investigators found it in a bag that was left. It yes, lo- it's imagine like a roll of toilet paper, but right. it's skin. But it's skin, and at first I was like, "What the f is this?" Yep. I was like, "That's pretty cool." And it turns out that when you joined this club they they slice a piece of skin mm-hmm. from you and they tie i for some reason i thought that that was really cool and i thought it was cool how the whole like this weird like tattoo thing came into play yeah too. that again it's we have no reference but in japan it's like frowned upon it's like a taboo to have any type of or at least, at least 20 years ago Oh really? It was a taboo to have any type of uh, if this tattoo. was if this if Suicide Club was an American movie, mm-hmm. like if it was made in America, the whole thing would start with a fucking TikTok video. Yeah, hundred percent. Like it would be it would be a TikTok video. If this came out in America, you would see a bunch of kids kill themselves on TikTok. Yeah, they'd yeah. film it. it. It's this could one hundred percent happen in America. Hundred mm-hmm. percent because if there could be a Tide Pod challenge, where you idiots eat detergent. Seriously. You could be you could be talked into holding hands and jumping in front of a train. Yes. Because I literally one of the things that I kept saying in my notes was why are people this stupid? It was during the high school when they yeah. were in the school and yep. all these kids are sitting up on the roof during lunchtime and one one person's like, Oh my god, let's kill ourselves. This is gonna be great and everyone's like, Yeah, let's do it and they all fucking stand on the br and they're like, ha 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 and then they jump and I'm like 
did did you not ex- expect this? Yeah. Did you think you would just magically live? <laughs> and then like two people didn't jump, and the one girl's like, "We have to do it." Yeah, yeah. And, and she I'm grabs like, them. You don't have to <laughs> do it. I'm like, why are you so stupid? <laughs> I, uh, things like that infuriated me. Mm-hmm. And then we meet the Elton John Genesis Flash Dance Rocky Horror Picture Show Godspell Wannabe. Yes, yeah, so the, the I movie, have no idea what the point of that was. The movie is broken up into three chapters. They do they didn't do a great job of saying chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. I wouldn't have no idea unless you told me that. I didn't realize until I looked up like some of the meaning behind it of what the context of the movie was. The first chapter is like the intro where all the kids kill themselves. Mm-hmm. The second chapter is more of like the internet because in Japan, early 2000s, people were making these suicide packs on these websites. Okay. And when they investigated these websites globally, the majority of them were in J- Japanese. Okay. Um, and I think the Genesis character is just someone that's starved for attention that wants to take credit. It was... To be honest, I think they could have removed the Genesis person, and this would have been a much better movie. It really made no sense. Yeah, Although it's... he did drop a Manson reference, so he earned a little bit of points for that in my book. What does he say? I'm the Charles Manson of the internet or something? Something like that, yeah. But it made... So, like, you... It makes you believe that there's a website. Yeah, and, and there really is. There right. really is. And, like, these two girls, I guess, crack the code and they try to, like, tell the police or whatever. And they end up being kidnapped mm-hmm. by the people that you originally think are the quote-unquote suicide club. Okay, so these guys are actually... I, I don't even know how to describe them. They're, like, literally, like... Watch uh, watch any anime and find, like, a flamboyant male character. And that's literally it. They're in a bowling alley, an abandoned bowling alley. They have all of these animals, like pigs and cats and dogs. And I I really honestly forgot about that scene. Yeah, thanks for that, P.S. For a number of reasons. Um, In these white pillowcases, I guess. They're like sheets. So, like, the guy starts walking around and stepping and killing on the animals. And then there's a girl in one of the pillowcases. So, as the lead singer. Honestly. How you get yourself trapped in a pillowcase? That's case? that's I was about to get there. <laughs> How do you not get out of a pillowcase? I was about to get there. Cause not for nothing, they weren't even really fucking tied at the bottom. Yeah. I was gonna get there. Well, I think they did that to for the camera work. But still. I said the same thing to myself. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's a thin sheet it's a of sheet. fucking it's a fabric. Sack. You're in a sack. Like but no, like I could see maybe not being able to get out of like a potato sack. Like if you're in like a life size potato yeah, yeah, sack. Yeah. But like you're in a thin bed sheet. I would have myself out of that shit in 3.5 seconds. Yeah. I I didn't get that either. But anyway, so like there's this girl trapped in the bedsheet. So as Genesis starts singing like his like croony little song, the girl is basically being raped and killed mm-hmm. inside of the bedsheet. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. As yep. these other two girls are being made scene. to watch. And I'm just like, I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? Yep. So one of the girls that they capture dies. The other one finds their way to a computer and starts to text the police mm-hmm. where they are. And it ends up that the guy Genesis wants her to do this. Yep. Because he wants to be caught and he wants the publicity and the notoriety and all of that. Which actually is a fairly common serial killer trait. Yeah. Like they 
they want they, they to, like the cat and mouse right and they eventually want to be caught because they want all of that publicity and press and notoriety and all of that stuff so mm-hmm. that's what happens to genesis and then it's just done and it's then just we, over and then and we then go to the chapter movie three carries on and then we go to chapter three i was like okay so the third chapter involves the girlfriend of one of the kids that killed himself <laughs> can we talk about that for a minute good so this girl's walking down the street. The guy jumps. Somewhat hits the girl, I guess, as he jumps, because, like, her ear's bleeding. I, I They're honestly... having, like, a basic conversation. Well, so I don't think he hit her. And I could be wrong, but I took it as, like, blood splattered onto her. But I think that scene is just kind of like a commentary, because, remember, the suicide rate was so high... You just kind of, like, take it for granted. Okay. But, like... Kind of like, remember that South Park episode of the school shootings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's something like that. Yeah. Because then, like, they, first of all, they just have a casual conversation. And then the girl walks off, sits down, orders a coffee. I'm yeah. like, what? Just, what? It, a, a because lot they're desensitized. Movie, a lot of this movie was me going, what just happened? <laughs> and, like, I actually rewent. I was like, what? What just happened? Mm-hmm. So, I would... again, again, this movie is a symbol that nothing good comes from listening to K-pop. So the third <laughs> chapter involves this girl. Um, she does her own homework. She goes to the boyfriend's house. He has a poster of the band. What the hell is the name of the band? I thought I wrote it down. I don't remember. Um, I know the song is the dessert song. Yes. Which is like a mass hypnosis. I forget the name of the band. It's gonna which was catchy. Me. It was a catchy little tune. Um, but she cracks a code where the poster itself tells, it turns into suicide. Because each of the members in the group had their fingers a certain way. Mm-hmm. With it, like, and a that certain corresponds number, to and a number on, yeah. to, like, I don't know if it was, like, Morse code or whatever, but it spelled out suicide. So. Which, in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It kind of leads you to believe that, like, this, this group yeah, this band is, is behind everything. Yeah, there's no mystery. You know, like, if you play, what was the... The dessert song? No, 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 no. What album was it that apparently if you play it backwards, it's a message from the devil? Tons. It might have been an Ozzy album. The one that they, like, sued people over in the 80s, though. Like, they brought it to court and everything. They tried to have heavy metal band. Uh, I forget. There's a whole bunch. I know that there's, I think, a Beatles album, too. Stairway to Heaven, apparently. Stairway to Heaven, yeah. Something with the devil in the shed, if you play it backwards. This is is what this was like. Yeah. You know? But, can wait, can I just tell you some of my notes to backtrack a little bit during the second chapter? Um, Wait, where is it, where is it, where is it, where is it? First of all, it starts off with, I'm so confused. Mm -hmm. Then it says, look at these motherfuckers straight out of the 70s. <laughs> Why the animals, you Elton John wannabe? Oh, look, he sings. And then it ends with, What the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, it sounds about right. And then, well, right after I said, You're on a fucking sheet, rip your way out of that shit. Yeah. So, yeah. Just to show you what the second chapter is like. Now I kind of almost want to watch it without the second chapter. Like, I just it would be a lot better part. without the whole Genesis thing. Yeah. I feel like I want to skip that part and rewatch it and see if I like it more. Not that I hated it. Okay. But it was, I was just, I was like, oh, So there's something that we should discuss before we talk about the third chapter. Uh, That is the main detective and his discussions and his discussions with the kid. Because the the kid that kind of is trying to clue the detectives in, he asks, you know, 
your connection to your daughter, when you're gone, that connection will be there. That was a big thing, yeah. Yeah. Your connection to this person will always be there. Do you have a connection to yourself? Yeah. When you're gone, are you still going to have that connection? So the big main theme is your ability to identify and connect with yourself. So the, I can see that, okay. Because so even in that, that scene with the weird theater scene with all the little kids. That's kept, what that is. Yeah. So the third chapter, this girl figures out that the band is behind it. She goes to a concert and she breaks in backstage where there's kids watching her on a stage and they keep asking her these creepy questions of like... I said it was like the kids from It. Who's... Yeah, who's... Like the... What was the kid's name that get kill, that gets killed in the beginning? Ben? George? George. George? Georgie? Georgie? Or Ralphie? Not No, that's a Christmas story. No. Not not Ralphie. Georgie. Georgie. Yeah. But because they were... Yeah, 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 I was Georgie. like, oh my God, they're like all little Georgies. Yeah. Um, they ask like, do you have a connection with yourself? And she says, yes, she, she identifies her as an individual, whatever. And then they applaud and then it cuts to, um, like a storage container filled with baby chicks. Uh, yeah. What the fuck was that? I think that's represent innocence. I but could be totally where, wrong, but that's where he's that's got... That's where they got the thing. The and plane. They, right, and they take off the flab of skin. Yeah, which, P.S. Was weird. That was creepy. That creeps me out. I don't think you could take a plane and just take a piece of skin I off that cleanly. I had written a note. I don't understand why if you do something like that, because it was a deep, why you wouldn't bleed out. No, just, just the skin. No, it, it, it you would need superficial, though. You would need, like, a bandage, but you're not going to, like, bleed to death. You'll probably maybe get an infection. Because they weren't putting any bandages on it no. either, honestly. Uh, I mean... So, sh- they find a girl that can identify with herself. I'm sure it's deeper than I'm picking up because I'm dense. And then the band kind of gives up and that's their last performance. As if, yeah. As if, okay, these young kids recognize themselves as individuals, our work is done. Yeah. End of movie credits roll. The whole thing was just very like, I one of the reasons why I would want to rewatch it without the whole destiny thing. Destiny was a Genesis, Genesis. thing, because after that part ended, mm-hmm. I was kind of a little checked out. Yeah, no, like, I, I, I would like, understand. Like now, this is just ridiculous. Yeah, I was really enjoying it up mm-hmm. until that part, and then I was like, well, no, wait, what? I was like, what? What the fuck just happened? Yeah. So I would be curious to watch it and then like skipping over that part. I agree. Yeah. I would also like if someone was smarter than me and could explain different parts of the movie of like what they mean. Okay. Because like those chicks that are yeah. in that thing, I'm sure they mean something. Well, uh, I mean, I probably could, but I'd have to watch it more than once. Yeah. I would like that. Um, I enjoy them. Like I don't hate it and I don't love it. This, yeah. this isn't one of my favorite movies. I'd probably movies. rate it like a solid five. With the Genesis part added in. Okay. You know? I would recommend to watch it, but I wouldn't recommend to pay to watch it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which, unfortunately, this is the only movie that we had to pay to watch. I found it for free on effedupmovies.com. I was not going to deal with that after my whole don't be afraid of <laughs> dark debacle. But I did. I paid the three ninety nine to rent it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, I didn't hate it. Yeah. But, you know, it was a little jump the shark for me in a couple places. Yeah, I gave it a seven and a half. Really? Yep. Um, once I had to 
I had to do some, I don't want to say investigation, but I had to do a little bit of research of like what the culture of Japan was like when the movie came out to understand the Side context. Note. Side note. We have to go to a birthday party in like two and a half hours, so I'm wearing jeans for maybe like the second time in about six months, and I feel like such a roly-poly right now. Like, <laughs> sorry. Just Continue. Coffee Continue. and scotch come out my nose. <laughs> yes. Listen, if there's any ladies listening, you know what I mean. At seven and a half, I'm sure um, somebody could explain some of the more deeper aspects of the movie to me. Some kind of, I take things for what they are, but yeah. it was all right. Okay. All right, so Train to Busan. Train to Busan. Now, I wish that out of the three Asian movies we picked, I would have watched this one last. Why? Because while I really did hate Tale of Two Sisters, yep. I feel like I would have hated it less if I had not just watched this movie. I <laughs> fucking loved this movie. Did you really? I did. Okay. I loved it. I cried. You cried. I had such anxiety while I was watching it. Mm -hmm. I like ran through real life scenarios in my head. I fucking loved it. Me too, this movie. actually. So before we get into the movie, tell me about what's your zombie plan? Well, my zombie plan is first of all, I have the first thing I do is I go to my sister's. Mm -hmm. I gather up my sister and my brother in law and her children. Mm -hmm. And then I go to the house where my brother-in-law's other children reside and i grab the four of them do you have a big enough car for that doesn't matter i'll make shit work okay and then i go to my house mm -hmm. where we will stay and i will fortify everything because i might have certain weapons in certain places okay my dad's gonna be like what the fuck you mean you got weapons in places um you know then i would have then that's when i start like doing like food runs mm -hmm. i would do a food run right away before the extreme chaos begins, you know, and you know, my brother-in-law has guns, so he would have to bring all of his guns. I have a sword. Mm -hmm. I have a, so I won this like gift set once at a work function and it was like a seafood gift set. And in, in it was a wooden, it was like a wooden bowl and it came with like a, like a decent sized Metzaluna. What's that? It's kind of like a half moon cutter. Like if, when you make a chopped salad. You oh, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So I get home. I open this. No, I think I was still at the function. I open this basket up. I pull this thing out. I literally look at everybody in a table and I was like, dude, this is my zombie apocalypse weapon. Done. I might have a plan of which family members might have to die first. <laughs> you don't have to say which ones. Well, I won't. <laughs> um, dude, if anybody and your family listens to this, the next family function, they're going to sit you down and be like, all right, let's go. What's the order? <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't because they would all be like, fuck you, we all know you're going to die first. And I'll be like, um, no. <laughs> would erupt into a giant argument. Listen, it would be all, it would all be about the kids. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell you which one I would say first, though. The kids? Although we all know it's Kevin. Okay. I'll, sa <laughs> I'll save a spot up front for you in hell. <laughs> Um, and then like when I'm fortified in my house with my family, if there are then certain friends that like reach out to me that I know can accurately contribute, like if you were like, yo, where are you? Mm -hmm. I would invite you in. That's nice to know. I would. No. And then to be perfectly honest, I would probably turn into a really selfish asshole mm -hmm. after 
you know, and it'd be like, fuck you. These are the people that I'm keeping safe and that's it. No entry. Yeah. Why? What's your plan? I would load up the car, take the wife and the dogs. I would say that we would take a couple of objects that we need to keep us sane. Like I would take like one of my guitars just so I have something to do. Right. Okay. I would take some non-perishable food. I would bring a bag of charcoal and a bag of sand and a large bin. I would steal a bicycle. Wow, you've really thought yep. this through. I would steal a couple of bicycles. Then I would drive to the ferry and go to Connecticut. Why Connecticut? Just listen. I would then drive into Vermont, into the woods, and find a cabin. I would take control of the cabin. You would just find the cabin? Yep. What just, if you can't just find a cabin? You find somewhere to stay. Okay. Find somewhere to stay, take control of it, do what you have to do. All right. At that point, because it's not the zombies that you need to worry about. It's the people. It's the people. It's the people. Because people are going to take from you. Right. And then the people are going to turn into zombies. So Ten you just, seasons like four through seven of Walking Dead. So you just have to find a remote area. Um, with the bucket of charcoal in the sand, you collect rainwater and filter it out so you have water to drink. Uh, you bring a couple of weapons that you're not going to run out of ammunition like an axe, a bat. With the axe, you make pointy sticks to stab zombies okay. with through a door or a window. Uh, you only sleep upstairs. You have to find a ladder, and you have to destroy the stairs. Because if zombies break into your residence... You're trapped if you have stairs. If you don't have stairs and you're on the second floor, they can get to you. They can't get to you, so you're technically mm-hmm. safe. And at that point, you just sit there with the pointy stick and just... You spend the next day or two oh, I just got a vision stabbing of you. zombies in I the head. I just got a vision of you sitting up in like the loft of an abandoned cabin with a pointy stick just popping zombies. Yep. And Stephanie's behind you going, Justin! Are you done yet? What are we going to do? Are you done yet? And are you're we like, still I'm zombies? on it, babe. On it, babe. <laughs> Nowhere in this plan is there anything about coming to rescue me and my family, so thanks for that. I at least put you in mine, so F you. Well, you can come. Hmm. All right. It Trent- would suck for us living where we live, though, because we have seasons. It would suck because it's a relatively high populated area and we're on an island. So the only way to leave is going to be like shut down. Once they shut those bridges and tunnels down, there's no escape. So anyway, train to Busan. I highly enjoy like So we did three South Asians, three Asian and three Italian to do two separate episodes out of all six movies. This was by far my favorite. Okay. Loved this movie. A Train to Busan is a zombie movie, as mm-hmm. you can tell. Uh, 28 Days Later style zombies where they run. Yes. And the... A little... Uh, what was the one with Brad Pitt? Uh, World War Z. A little a little World War Z-ish at times. Yeah. With the whole... The, the, the crashing wave. Cryle. The crashing wave cryle. of zombies. I just said cryle, guys. Yeah. I don't... What's I, a cryle? I... It's... It's... Two different combinations of whiskey and a glass. That's what a cryle is. Awesome. <clears throat> so he, here's your setup. Uh, rich businessman has to take his daughter to his ex-wife's house for the weekend because the daughter doesn't want to stay with the businessman because he's too busy working to pay attention to her. Which, not for nothing, I would love to have two Nintendo Switches. In this movie, it was Wii U's, but I would like to have two Nintendo Switches. <laughs> um, I felt so bad for the little girl. Yeah. She was... I felt so bad for her. So to bring the girl home, instead of driving, because he could just have her driven. 
maybe that's not a thing. A thing. I don't know. True. All right. So they take they had to take the train to Busan to drop her off. While they're on the train, there's a zombie breakout, and then the rest of the movie. I felt like this movie did a super duper good job of playing on your emotions. It did. Because like, the main character, guys, I hated him. Guys, I was like, if you want just the perfect trip, movie, just trip. Okay, if you want the perfect movie to sit down and get your significant other to like cuddle up next to you out of like fear or like sadness or anxiety, this is your movie. Okay. Because not for nothing, if I would have had somebody, I would have I would have been cuddled all over that shit, and I watch horror movies all the time. I'm frightened of very few things. Bachelors, she is available. <laughs> this movie played literally on every avenue of anxiety I've ever had. Okay. Like, I was, like, literally in my head as I'm watching this movie, it's me and Kevin, like, running through a train trying to d- avoid zombies. Yeah. So, yeah, the dad is a dick. The dad is a dick. He, he redeems himself, but he's a dick. But he is not as much of a dick as that other fucking guy. Oh, yeah, that guy was a schmuck. Oh, I have... There have been very, very few characters in movies that I have hated to the point where I want to reach through my TV and punch them in the face. Can I be honest with you, though? If it was you, me, and a stranger, and there was a zombie coming to get us, I would throw a stranger in front of a zombie to save you. Well, but that's different, though, because this guy didn't throw people in front of the zombie. Yes, he did. No. No, he did not. The douchebag guy? No. This was another example, just like The Mist, of playing off of fear or hope. And that guy was playing off of fear, and he was playing off the fear of everyone else in that train. Who are we talking about? The, the other, the mm. guy that was, that at the end, it turned out he was just trying to get home to his mom. Yes. He threw people in front of zombies. Okay, but I'm talking about the part when they were on the train. Okay. And the survivor group, which consisted of the business dad, his daughter, a pregnant woman. The good guys. We'll call them the good guys. The good guys. The good guys. They were trying to get in with the rest of the survivors. True. This guy led it so that the rest of the people on the train refused to let them in. When they forced their way in, instead of being like, oh my God, okay, whatever, this guy started screaming at everybody that the dad was infected and he was a zombie and he was going to kill everybody so that then everybody else in the train forced them to leave. So let's play devil's advocate. How, if you were one of the survivors that were already there, what would you need to know to know that someone in the good guys weren't bitten? Because he did have a point. They could have been bitten. I mean, I feel like you would have, like, we would have checked them out. Yeah, like but a quick I physical. But I would also, like, quickly turn away a little kid and a pregnant woman. Yeah, true. And be like, F you, get out. Like, maybe if I was in that group with that guy, I would have been like, all right, fine. He needs to leave, but we'll keep the pregnant woman and the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, make him leave. If you true. think he's infected, make him leave. Fair enough. I wouldn't have kicked everybody out. But that guy was a schmuck, though. He was a fucking dick. He, no, he wasn't a schmuck. He was a fucking dick. The only other movie character that I've hated as much as him was Michael B. Jordan's character in Black Panther. Oh, my God! Like, I don't think in my life I have ever... So, at one point, the zombies raid through the survivor's train. 
Yeah. And they kill pretty much all of them. Yep. So you think that this guy died. Mm-hmm. And then, lo and behold, it turns out he didn't. When they panned to him and he was still alive, I literally shouted, what the fuck? In my room. <laughs> I was so pissed off. In fact, I think that I even made a note that said, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Good. First of all, I said, the men in this movie can fuck off. The men in this movie. It's a very patriarchy kind of movie. Well, it takes place in South Korea. Whatever. You have to understand the culture of the country that these movies take place in. (laughs) So I said, oh my fucking God, this stupid son of a bitch is not dead. I am infuriated. (laughs) And then right after I said, I swear I've never hated a character more than this fucking man. (laughs) And then again, I went, this motherfucker always causing problems even when dead. That's when I thought Uh. he was dead. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know. This movie... Oh, I, lo- I, I loved it. Okay. I, and the end, you can't tell me that you did not get sad at the end. So at the end of the movie, they find another train mm-hmm. that they hop on. It's the dad, the daughter, and the pregnant woman. All the other survivors at this point are dead. In the conductor car of this train turns out to be the asshole yep. who's still fucking alive but has been bitten by a zombie. He's in the process of turning. So he's, and they try to redeem him at the end because he's kind of like, I really, he's like, I'm just trying to get they, to my mom. They let you know what his motivations are. Right. But I don't think that it was too little, the too means justify, the end justifies the it was, means. It was too little too late. So you can see that, and the dad tells him, the dad's like, you're infected. He's like, no, I'm not. And he starts looking at himself and he realizes he's infected and then bam. He's full-blown zombie. Mm-hmm. Him and the dad get in a fight, and in the process, the dad gets bitten. Yep. So the dad knows what's going to happen. The dad's all about it. He locks his daughter and the pregnant woman inside of the train and basically goes to, like, kill himself. As Like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry, like, talking about it. <laughs> as his daughter is in this car screaming for her daddy. And, like, the daughter hated him the whole first half of the movie because, like... He was a dick. Oh, my God. It was so sad. Okay. So, let's talk about what I liked about the movie. Okay. Um, there's a scene where um, they're passing a station and people are getting raped, by, like, destroyed by zombies. Yeah. I like that. That was yeah. cool. There's a scene where there's a helicopter flying. Oh, yeah. And, like, zombies are falling off the helicopter. And they pretty much make it seem like it's the government yeah. dropping the zombies into these quote-unquote no, 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 hot no, no, no. no, that's the way that I took it, no? It was some people fled into a helicopter and they took off while zombies were trying to get them and they were hanging on. Oh. So they were trying to get zombies off the helicopter. That's why I was all paranoid about the whole quarantine situation. Mm-hmm. I thought that they were no, making sir. these people quarantine. And then they were basically sending them to zombie no. hot zones because they didn't know who they were. Intriguing. Okay. Um, so things like that I thought were cool. They, the fact that the zombies couldn't see in the dark. That was a very nice twist. That was a very I. Those were the, that was the best part of the movie because that was a when very the train kind of twist. when the train goes through the tunnel and it's dark, the zombies can't see. That was very unique. Mm-hmm. That's never been done before, and they did a very good job executing that. Yes. So I I, I have to give them that. Um, I also really enjoyed the last shreds of humanity at the very, very, very end of the movie. What do you mean? So at the very, very end of the movie, the train that now only has the pregnant woman and the kid stops because they can't get through the next part. Yeah. So they get off, and it turns out on the other side of this abandoned, it's like a, like a, not a cave, an overpass, 
an underpass. What's what the, the the thing that the trains go through? A tunnel. A tunnel. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> but anyway, at the other end of this tunnel is all militia set up. Yeah. Basically, to like make sure, see who's coming, shoot anybody that's not. So they call in the radio to whoever their higher up is and says there are survivors coming, and the other guys like shoot them, kill them. But the little girl. Let me tell you, if they would have shot those two fucking people, I would have been livid. I would have like too. the mist. I would have been livid. I would have too. It totally would have ruined the entire movie but the little girl starts singing the starts song singing the song that, that she, she wanted so... to sing for the father i can't with this kid so she starts singing this this song as she's like clutched to this poor pregnant woman and that's what makes the soldiers like ignore their orders yeah, and, and they not wait. kill them yeah like i almost want to follow up just so i can make sure that this woman and this child are still together living in like perfect harmony <laughs> Do you know what bothered me about this movie? What? And this isn't specific to this movie. This is all zombie movies. The rate of transformation is never consistent. I agree. Because some Across zombies the turned board. on like the drop of a dime. If it's in like an action sequence or if it's a high suspense scene or if it's an extra and not a main character, yeah. they turn immediately. And if it's a main character, it takes, it takes like 10 minutes and to turn. And it's much more like... like the first zombie that you saw turn, I was like, this is actually really fucking cool. Yeah. Because it was kind of quick, and then like they jerk around like they're having a seizure, so yeah. people are checking on them because they think they're having a seizure. And then, bam, zombie, I'm just going to like jump up and bite you. And yeah. Then it's, it's automatic. But that's that's how it is across the board with every zombie movie, I, yeah. and I that really irks me. I agree. Because that was if, slightly annoying. If you're going to set a premise, stick to it. Be mm -hmm. consistent. So that way, it's... It's more easy for me to get immersed in your story yeah. and believe what's going on. But uh, you know, it's hard to say that it's specific to this movie since yeah. it's kind of to the genre. I thought the buildup was kind of slow. Really? Yeah. I didn't mind it. I thought that it was. I I, I thought it was very well paced. Um, I'm not a fan of zombies that run. That's just me. The crashing wave of zombies was very World War Z. It was. Which I didn't appreciate because it's kind of been done before and it's not very believable. There were certain times where I felt like they were kind of trying to nitpick off popular zombies. Yeah, and I just, yeah. it didn't jive well with me. And you may not agree, which is okay, but the flashback at the end when the father turns into oh. a zombie, that sucked. Why? But it was such a redemption for him. It was all about re like redemption for him. Like he he because knew, like he, it proved that he cared about his kid. He's turning into a zombie and he's staring off into the horizon, and he has this pleasant little smile. It breaks, it breaks you out of what's really going on. Um, and I I, just, I didn't buy. I didn't buy. Listen, maybe it's a total girl thing, but I I disagree. I think that there's a great movie buried in this. I think some of the fat needed to be trimmed out. This was about, what, two hours? Just a little shy? It was, it was about two hours. Yeah, I think they... This was the longest of the three. I think if you cut 20 minutes, you'd have a really good movie. And for that reason, I gave it an 8 out of 12. Okay, so I'm going to make a bold statement right now. Good. I give it an 11. I, I, I don't... I, I understand I, why you gave it an 11. I loved... This movie. 
Like, you don't understand. I went on text message and I was like text messaging people. Mm-hmm. Like, you need Train to, to freaking watch this. I loved this movie. It has probably like jumped into my top five, five zombie movie rotation. Top five zombie movie. I loved it. Would this be in my top five? Um, it's hard to do a quick inventory of zombie movies that I've seen and loved, but I would say it's in the top ten, definitely. Yeah. Like, I just thought it was a very, very... I, I think it did a really amazing job on playing on, like, emotion and playing on, like, fear. And, like, I... So my sister had a baby almost mm-hmm. two months ago. If she was to watch this movie right now, she'd be an emotional wreck. <laughs> There's a scene where, um, just going off into left field, they're cutting through a station and everybody's going a certain way and he goes the exact opposite. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, I would probably do the exact same thing. You would do the exact same thing. I would go the exact opposite way of everybody else. Yes, you would. I probably would too, to be honest. Especially because he had, like, information. But even still, like, I would want to go not near people. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. But, yeah, 11 out of 12. Highly recommend it. Cool. I think that about wraps us up for today. For today. All right, children. So that wraps it up for us this week. Seriously, though, Twitter, Facebook, let us know that you're out there. Otherwise... We might cease to exist. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for stopping by. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Bye. never about money for us. It's about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit.
hand for something. To those dead souls inching along the freeways in their metal coffins and 